as you may have guessed, our jargon for today is OT. What does this mean? All right, we uh, let's take a look at our actual definition. OT stands for occupational therapist. Now, if you are the parent of a young child, you may still say, all right, help me here. What has this got to do with my child who's on the autism spectrum? I remember when my son was three and everybody started talking about, oh, well, you're going to get OT. What is OT, occupational therapy? Excuse me, he's three. What are we talking about? You're gonna teach him how to use a cash register? He's three years old. So let's look at our working definition for occupational therapy. Uh, an OT is a, a health professional whose goal is to help people achieve independence, meaning and satisfaction in all aspects of their lives. So if you stop and think about it, it's very much this spectrum, a lot like our community, of how do we help a 14-year-old to achieve independence, meaning, and satisfaction in all areas of their lives? Well, that's going to look vastly different than a 33-year-old, and it's going to look even more vastly different than what we do for the 3-year-old. For a 3-year-old, an OT might be working on uh, a pincer grasp or a grasp or a tripod grasp because we know that, that we want them to be able to hold their own fork and eventually to be able to hold a pencil or a crayon for the skills that are coming up next in their life. And that might be what an OT works on. Uh, one of the great things that I have seen kids love over the years is that an OT for that age range might give them a worksheet that looks a lot like um, a coloring book. It's got a thick outline of some sort of a drawing of something that's exciting to them. And they will give them an old fashioned push pin, sit them down on a piece of carpet and say, poke holes all along the line and then we're going to hold them up to the light so that you can see the shape coming through uh, with light behind. Now, kids love this, but it builds that grasp that helps them to be able to achieve independence, meaning, and satisfaction in all aspects of their little three-year-old lives, right? It's not the only thing they would work on, but they're going to take that grasp and they're going to be working on that with uh, a fork and a spoon and a knife so that they're helping to, to feed themselves. And this grasp is also going to be able to help them to pull up a zipper when they get to the toileting phase, right? So those kinds of things, very important, wouldn't be the only things that OTs are working on, but very important. Again, with a 14-year-old, an OT is going to work on things that are vastly different than that. It might be for the 14-year-old figuring out um, how to pack their backpack. It might be um, working on being able to sit up in a certain way so that their back doesn't hurt when they're spending a lot of time on the computer. It might be helping them um, to, to be able to figure out and negotiate things that are specific to their individual lives, right? Because it gets much more open-ended when they get a little bit older. And again, if somebody's 33. But you can imagine that um, for each person, it should look different. So I always like to think of an OT as somebody who's got a very creative set of tools and that is a problem solver. Uh, great OTs are people who are going to look at a situation and see an opportunity to solve a problem. Uh, they can be very useful. So for our families who write in and say, does my child need OT? Really, honestly, I think any of us could benefit from some level of OT. And we know that most often schools are readily um, willing 
willing to give families OT services. So I suggest that we all take those services and use them to their utmost. Don't be afraid to bring things up to your OT and say, hey, we're having a problem with this. Uh, we're having a problem with that and let them be a part of your team to solve those problems. OT, it's a good thing, who knew? <laughs>